Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We head to the front lines of the global war on terror this week with Matthew Kernahan's 2019 war film, Mosul. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Hello. Mike B. Yes, sir. And unfortunately, Nathan is behind enemy lines this week because he crashed a drone. So we will not be seeing him. He is, you know, he's running from the Serbs, or in his case, the Maryland State Police. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Godspeed to him, and we will see him next week. So what did you guys think? Mm. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Mike. Um, I quite liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I uh, I kind of like don't know much about this sort of thing, but you know, as as uh, the best thing that a war movie can do, it enlightens me on this subject to further to look further into it. But uh, um, you know, it's I don't think it's based on any real people from what I've gathered. It, it's based on real events, but not like the the names aren't the same as you know yeah. as the actual guys. But I thought it was really good. I thought it was um, the the just on a production level, the production level was insane. Like the, yeah. the sets were like amazing. <laughs> I was the, the, those opening shots. I was like, is this CGI or is this actual like footage of the actual, you know, Mosul, the actual place. Um, that was really impressive. I like the characters a lot. I like the arcs they went through. Uh, yeah. Just out right out of the gate all around. I thought it was a solid war film and very uh, good for contemporary uh, war history. Yeah, you know, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, this has been recommended to me, at least by two people, uh, Sean, you know, friend of the channel, has been on a few times. And uh, another guy listens to us a lot, uh, Mr. Avery. So thanks, guys, for like recommending this because it, it's really definitely worth it. I was told it's AK porn and it definitely <laughs> qualifies heavily in that regard. And uh, it was cool to see the one or two FALs. But um, if I'm not mistaken, this is the most recent conflict we've covered as far as that's like, what you know, i was thinking yes. while i was watching yeah. it. yes and the film came out like a year or two right after it happened you know that does happen on occasion yeah sometimes. 2019 yep. yeah and uh so it was it's very interesting to see you know how modern everything is and all the esx and quad rails and all that shit and no i really enjoyed it um it was clunky at times you know i did feel and i felt like they needed a better editor like they probably could have cut like 12 minutes out or 15 minutes out and it would have been awesome. Not to say that it's not a good film, but no, it was great. And I love the beginning. Yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. cool. Where did the clunk occur in your opinion? I don't know. Just some of the act. It feel like they just stretch scenes out just mm -hmm. a little too long. A lot of them, you know, just like painfully long. And I get like they're trying to like convey certain points or certain things, but it just it's like, oh, my God, I don't need like the fourth scene in a row where it's like dramatic music for a little too long. Come on, like, I get you know, what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah. I, it didn't bother me, but I get what you're saying. The, the thing that bothered me the most in the film was in the beginning when the guy, I thought it was cool how like the guy was yelling to the ISIS dudes and he was like, they're running out of ammo. This and that, the other thing. And I, I like that too. He's like, it, don't throw grenades. But I was yeah. literally, I was, I was on my couch and I was like, pistol whip him. Shut him the fuck up. Like, you know, just the tap of the side of the head. And I was like, am I that violent? But it's just like, it was really pissing me off, you know? So well, it was interesting. Yeah, you pistol whip him, though, you run the risk of killing him. Oh, who gives a fuck? You know, it's just like, I'm about to die well, in a they, firefight they, they, with this they schmuck. Did. 
Oh, you know? you're, you're you're now an asset, or, or you're not an asset. You're now deterrent to my survival, so not a problem anymore. But anyway, there were yeah. there were a number of things like that in the movie. There were some things I'd never seen in war films, so we'll get into mm-hmm. it. But uh, yeah, uh, Mr. B, I want to know what you think. Um, I, I actually the first ten minutes, I was like, you just get right into it, and I was like, holy shit, right? Okay, um, yeah, and. I was like, okay, this is unfortunately the way we left the country um, in 2012 when we pulled out officially, officially rather. Mm-hmm. We were still there, but like you know, we were not there, but we were. And I was like, holy shit, this is um, pretty fucking cool. And throughout the entire film, I'm like, oh, they're actually using. Oh, here's the thing: is like. Those guys were trained, obviously, by U.S. forces, okay? IP, I'm sorry, Iraqi police or Iraqi army who were trained by U.S. forces. They're going to somewhat do the tactics that we do, but they're not going to be as good because it just, whatever, didn't get it and whatever. This, in the first 10 minutes, they portrayed that beautifully. And it's not the Iraqis are are shit and, and whatever. It's just you learn these tactics in like two weeks and then you go out and do them and you've been doing them for a while. They're still like going to be refined. And you're going to learn a lot of like bad habits on your own. And it's like, it was insane to me that these guys could portray that as well as they did. And you know, the IP or I'm sorry. Okay. From here on out in the podcast, when I say IP or IA, IP is Iraqi police. Okay. And IA is Iraqi army because I'm going to be saying this a lot. So this will be fun. Uh, Even though this is after my time. So I was, I was there in 2009 and this is like 2014 and well, 2014 to 16. Yeah. You know, that whole era. Um, So if I say ISIS or ISIL, (laughs) but yeah, or it's that era. Daesh. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, and um, whatever it's, we'll get there, but like, I'm going to say IP and IA a lot because that's the acronyms that I'm familiar with and I can say it really quick in a conversation. So that's why I'm going to say those, but um, no, I, 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 I went into this going, okay, great. Another fucking film made about the Iraq war and in a post Iraq war. Yeah. That's whatever. And I was very pleasantly surprised at how well it was portrayed. So that's my initial my initial opening statement. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, also, I'll hand it back to to the Bry Master. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I found myself not really writing a lot of notes because I was enjoying it. Like, it's I, I just saw it as like a really good war film. I don't. It's it's hard to say. I mean, it's got everything you want. It's got like you know good character development. It's got you know good combat sequences mixed with some knife play and grenades and stuff, you know, and it's, it's got some really good CQB moments too. The audio is okay. You know, it's just like it, for Netflix as well. Cause it's a Netflix film, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's done really well. So it's, uh, I, um, yeah, I, I, I think all of us are kind of saying it, but yeah, it was like, it was a surprise. Like I was not expecting it to be this. I want to know, where the fuck they did this because it just it looked so real the whole time like the, the set were... the set was amazing um yeah. <laughs> i've never been to mosul but um i've 
met a lot of people who were. And I know that 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 is one of the cities in northern Iraq that got completely fucked. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's in the Kurdish part of Iraq. If I remember no, it's not. It's south of that. It's okay. south of that. Um, yep. <clears throat> but Mosul is because um, my dad was there right in 2004. But again, that's 10 years before 10, 11, 12 years before this took place. Um, and he even said in 2004, when they go to Mosul, it was a clusterfuck and they'd get ambushed all the time. It was terrible. It was well, insane because it was. Wasn't there city. U.S. special forces in like northern Iraq around Kurd- around uh, nor- like Mosul in 03 or something? I thought that there were some guys. Yeah, the Kurds. Wasn't the there Kurds, a jump? The Kurds. Up? Wasn't that yeah. where the jump was? The com- the only combat jump of the Iraqi war. I don't know, uh, but uh, it I could don't know, have been because I, I just trying to say there's a deep history of like that area and like you know American involvement in special forces and trading you know IP and IA right. I guess. Right. You know? Well, so Mosul is like there. There's a lot of highways like main highways in Iraq. Right. Highway eight goes up from Kuwait to Iraq, or I'm sorry, to to Baghdad, not to Iraq. I mean, it does go to Iraq, but, like, I, I misspoke. Um, so Highway 8 goes up from Kuwait to Baghdad. And then Mosul is farther north, and Samara is farther north, and all that shit. Big cities, a lot of history there. A lot of history. Mm-hmm. Biblical history. Like, we're talking, like, thousands oh, yeah. of years ago. And Dawn buildings and all that shit. And, yeah, exactly. And um, Tigris, Euphrates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, No. Tigris and Euphrates, they meet in um, well, back, Baghdad. Well, south, but yeah. And they, they don't run in those cities. So it's weird that they were huge and whatever. And they still are huge. Mosul and, you know, Samara and everything like that. Samara's were... Have you ever seen the, the uh, Stairway to Heaven or the, 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 the Tower to Heaven? Like that big... I believe so. Mm-hmm. Big fucking... Uh, I guess it's a tower... It's a spiral like staircase basically to heaven. Huge. It was a watchtower. That mm. was in Samara. ISIS blew them up. Or blew uh, blew that up. Nice. Yeah, not nice. <laughs> it's on yeah. it's on old Iraqi dinars, like their money. Mm-hmm. That was like a bash. It was a tourist <laughs> attraction, you know? In the It's in, like you know, the Buddhas in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah. 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 They just blew it up. But um anyway, we're getting off topic. C four like, in the wrong well, hands. I'm getting off topic rather. Um but yeah, Mosul is it's a very religious city too. Let's put it that way. It's a very religious city. And I know I know we're not talking about the film yet, but like for the listeners, this has to be put in place because you have to understand a certain amount of like where it is geographically in Iraq. And it's extremely religious and it was a massive clusterfuck with ISIS or ISIL or or Daesh, you know, in 2014 to 16. It was like, it was what I was talked about, like, oh, yeah, they're, they're taking Mosul. You know, I remember that on the news. And it's like, well, yeah, it's a huge city. And this film kind of shows that it was completely fucked. Oh, those those opening those opening shots over the whole thing really established that well. Where it's yes, just, exactly. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's just like an endless sea of destroyed buildings. Yep. I mean, like it it, it it's like you know World War. It, it looks like uh you know 
it looks like Saint Low, you know, during World War Two or something. Yeah, like that's that. a very good comparison. Just leveled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, leveled, <clears throat> and and that's that's how it was when ISIS, because that was, you know, so ISIS for people that don't know, like they mainly were thriving in northern Iraq. They got down to Baghdad and then they got their asses handed to them. But like in northern cities like Mosul and, and, and Samarra and everything, the big ones. I'm not talking about the little ones because we could go on all day about that. But like, they literally leveled the fucking cities with their fighting and people, Iraqis, who had been under under you know coalition, but those guys were actually American. So I'm just gonna say American. They had been under coalition, like, occupation, basically. Most of them from the time they were kids, right? A lot of them were young adults, but whatever. It's like, so they saw how the Americans worked. A lot of these guys, like they said, were Iraqi police or army at one point or the other. Trained by the United States on tactics and whatever. And, um... When we left blatantly in 2012, they were like, "Okay, it's it's our own thing. Like this is this is we're we're gonna defend this. We're gonna we're gonna try to whatever." ISIS comes along. They're like, "Shit!" And um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see that because anyway. I'll let you guys talk. Like, I can go on a rant forever. No, that's that's the good thing. That's the best thing a war movie can do, though, is bring us out to talk about this sort of stuff, you know? Correct. And, uh, Correct. and uh, open a line of dialogue about it. And like I say, it's stuff that I really... I remember, like you say, like on the news and stuff like that. But, I mean, when you, when you watch a movie like this, it really, like, you know, brings it to life. To, it makes it, you know, as personal as possible. That's the best thing that a war... A, a well-made war movie can do. And, um... Talking about, uh, you know, going into this whole thing, it's really interesting to see how, like, uh, not different, but also different how these guys are in terms of how they operate and how they would, uh, how they're perceived by everybody. I really liked how they were not, quote, doing the right thing necessarily. I liked yep. how it was, and, and like, they're, they, I mean, they kill prisoners, they kill people who surrender. Yep. And in the in the movie, it's not depicted as, like, like if this was if this was your standard American movie, that would be like a moment where the the protagonist like gets upset, and then that becomes a moment of conflict when he sees it. Right. In right. this though, it's just like no, this is just what we do. Like we we can't <laughs> yep. capture these people. Like we have to kill them all. You know. And Prisons was, don't work. You know. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they kind of established that a little bit in the beginning, but like it was never brought up again. It was, and I was thinking that it was going to be, and I'm glad that it wasn't. I'm glad that it was like, no, we just, this is what it is. We kill these motherfuckers. It's oh, like it's brutal. They, they yeah. almost did. Like when the guy found his partner again and he was like, and then oh, he's the one who kills him. Yeah. Then he, he axes him to the fucking head, like a zombie. You know, it's like, yeah. Fuck. And it's like, and it's all right, moving on, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and they're um, working with Iranian, that's, officers that's right. something a lot of people don't know because the iranians oh, have been involved in afghanistan and iraq for oh years. my god yeah oh yeah you know and it's like and you know when, when i was there in 2009 i asked the iraqis like what they were super scared of like why if the u.s left what are you scared of mm. they're like iran the iranians mm. are to come in because of that whole the, the iran iraq conflict which nobody mm 
fucking talks about or covers in the there's 1980s. There's a few movies on those that will hit eventually that are, are worth Yeah, there's, it's, there's an animated one based on a book, mm-hmm. which I read. But um, also, it's never talked about how brutal and... Trench warfare in the 80s. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like... It was, it was, it was fucking insane. I got trench foot but, with an AK. Like, fuck. That's But yeah, anyway, um, so the Iraqis, when I was there, personally, they told me like their biggest fear was Iran coming in mm. after we leave. Well, fast forward to this film. Quds Force. <laughs> what? You know, the Quds Force. That was the uh, unit that was uh, all over the world, but, you know, from Iranian special forces and stuff. They were embedded in militias. Yeah, um, right on. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, yeah, they were. They were the leader of the Kuds Force was the guy that fucking uh, Hormani or something. Uh, not him, but they fucking droned him in Baghdad a few years ago. That was no, a big weird. controversy. <laughs> so he he landed in Baghdad and then he got an Escalade and then you know here comes the Hellfire. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. they were very uh, heavily involved in this and like you know ambushing American convoys and but anyway. In uh, Mosul and stuff, they come up prevalently, so it was very cool to see, you know, and how he calls them out on it, too. Like, why, you know, I'm an Iraqi fighting in Iraq. Why are you an Iranian fighting in my country? You know? Right. And that Even was, the Americans, um, too. You know, it's just like Iraqis are now empowered for their own, you know, freedom in their own community. So Correct. And it was like my, my dad actually encountered that, too, in 2004, mm-hmm. way back when. Um, but that's a different topic different subject whatever well <laughs> no it's the same war say. but like it's well, well different it is a, it's a different flavor it's a, it, yeah the, the, this film is a continuation of the war that we started this is like rocky I'll road <laughs> yep. yeah and anyway um but that was that was cool that was a cool touch um and the the, the combat was actually not that bad like i i didn't think it was i mean obviously i'm not someone who you know is uh, modern warfare expert but i thought it felt very real yeah it, it's it's very it's very short very intense and then it's like okay we're done and yeah. you know it's that was not bad at all and uh, yeah i um yeah no no totally um another thing that i really loved in terms of like uh there was this movie it didn't necessarily break tropes but like it did things differently with them if that makes sense um when it comes to movie tropes cliches and Mm -hmm. all that Mm -hmm. um and uh one thing i liked about this it was when the the main character the 21 year old policeman um when he gets like recruit he gets basically pulled into their swat team at the beginning and um and they're not like they're kind of dickish to him but they're they are they do want him to survive you know and they're they're not but they're also at the same time they're all not like hey buddy you're one of us now it's just more like they're not even at first they're not even telling him what's going on you know it's like you don't need to know what the mission is and um and they don't they don't recruit him because you know whatever oh we gotta you know let's you know he's the new guy or whatever or you know we gotta we, we, we got to welcome someone in. It's because, and he even says, we need numbers. We need the numbers. It's yes. not like we like this guy. We want him to be on our team. It's just like, he's a body. We need a body, you know? When also, also, were you wounded by them or was any member of your uh, family yep. wounded or killed by them? Yeah. And he's got his uncle laying there who, you know, yeah, it sucks. And like. Uses that as like, leverage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, well, hey, they did this to your uncle. And he doesn't understand it yet because he's in shock. 
which I also liked. He's not just like totally on board. Like, yeah, let's go get revenge. Let's fucking do this. Yeah. He's like, um, he's not like rock flag and Eagle, you know, he's just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. He's like, what, what the fuck is, he's also not like, you know, he's not like, you know, I, I, uh, I I love it when they ask him, like, he says, why aren't you crying? He says, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) That was a great scene. That was a great scene. He's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like, cause you're, you're so trauma. Like in the opening scene, like they're, they're getting fucked up. Hard. Yes. <laughs> Hard, I mean, yeah. really, like they're like, they were gonna, yeah, they I've were got a broken die. bottle. I've yep. got a fucking knife. Let's just go with this. <laughs> Bam. All of a sudden these guys come and I do want to kind of elaborate on the SWAT thing and why that was a thing. Okay. So when I was there, the Iraqis, they, they, they would, it's weird. They would print or they'd have a bunch of these patches made and they were like SWAT patches. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. SWAT. They're like teams that exist. Yeah. But that's in, like an American thing. Like SWAT. it's a very weapons thing. and tactics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, obviously. So it's, so yeah, explain it. <laughs> but these fucking guys would wear SWAT patches, like these embellished, like weird patches. I tried to find one today, but it's like in my, it's in like a deeper trunk. You could just I, go on like, eBay and type in SWAT <laughs> patch, and then like the first one that comes right, but up. Like, but like they would so also gaudy. like, so the patches mm-hmm. they had in this film, I've actually seen them in real life. Hmm. Like guys wearing them and guys selling them. And I never understood their, their obsession with SWAT. I'm like, dude, we're fucking army infantry. <laughs> And like you don't you don't want to like emulate anything like no SWAT's great, and that's why in the film they wore black because SWAT mm-hmm. teams, you know, historically have worn black. Now they wear multicam a lot, but like they were so obsessed with the SWAT team when I was there, right? They were so obsessed with that, and it's like that was okay. something. I, that was something I was kind of thinking about because yeah, you're right. They do, and they show that in this movie how it's like. I mean, they, they treat them as though they're like the army rangers or something. Yeah, like special mm-hmm. forces, like fucking Navy SEALs. And I have these patches somewhere that say SWAT on them. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but um, I, I never thought it would amount to anything. But like, so that to me, seeing that was like, oh, shit, we created that. Whether it's good or bad, that's not the, that's not the argument. But like, I remember because like, yeah, they'd had the SWAT with the uh, Iraqi and American flag kind of um, intermixed like they had on some of the guys in the film, right? And they'd have, like, the eagles and, like, fucking, you know, the weapons and shit like that mixed in. They'd get them custom-made, the patches, and it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're not SWAT. But these guys, they wore black which is kind of funny because the Fadayeen wore black too, which is <laughs> something they may they may have forgotten about. But like, um, no, it, it's 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 really weird because like you know I was there a few years before all this shit happened, and yeah, a lot a lot of shit happened in between the five six years that I was there, and others were there. But it's like weird to draw those parallels, and like I was starting to see that like everybody was obsessed with SWAT, and I'm like. Okay, I don't get it. And like, then those guys, this unit apparently existed, which is interesting. And like, they went and just fucking did their thing. 
I'm like, oh, it's 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 really cool. Like, it's weird, but um, yeah. Anyway, um, just just to give a, a backstory to the listeners about like why the SWAT thing is a thing in this film. Yeah, and I'm well, glad I they guess- actually showed that. I was thinking about, I mean, like, I, I, I guess, yeah, to them, it's like a, they, they adopted it into like a special force because, uh, I mean, the, I, most of them probably don't even know what SWAT means, you know, to them. That's just like, that's, that's just like the, the cool name of the unit or something. Yeah. There's what half the guys that did and half the guys that didn't when I asked mm-hmm. them, like yeah. when I was there, I was like, you know what SWAT is? They're like Medica. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part part of part of our culture, but like you know, mm-hmm. part part of what exists, but like what does SWAT mean? Medica. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. And the, the the other half though would be like special weapons and tactics. Yeah. And I'm like, but okay. That's just I, I never even thought about that, dude, but that's that's really interesting how they like they adopted it into like this special special force. Whereas in America, it's like that's just like special police you know <laughs> like that's not that's nothing too great right. specialized police yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so but like in over there that's it's like a it's like the fucking uh yeah like uh navy seals or something right and and so with this unit that they kind of had apparently yeah they were <laughs> you know because you could you could tell you seriously like you could tell in this film, like, um, these guys, the advisors were great. Whoever did this, advised this, oh, yeah. was great. Because they, you could tell these guys were trained by U.S. forces, right? Their trigger discipline, their movements, their tactics, their communication, which sucked. But, like, again, you teach this to Iraqis who are not familiar with this at all. You teach it to high schoolers, right, in the U.S., they're going to act about the same. You get a limited amount of training and then they just go, okay, we got it. We're good. But they actually portrayed that very well. And like, yeah. So clearing, clearing buildings, right? Which they did. And they're like, do not stand in front of a fucking door. You're going to get killed. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's realistic. And then the guy is constantly facing backwards. That's a very U S tactic thing. Because, again, if you're a rock and you're listening to this, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Before the U.S. had any influence on the Iraqi military or police, the Iraqi fighting force was horseshit. It was terrible. Yeah, we're just going to storm down a hallway and we're just going to fucking do this. No tactics whatsoever. And so the fact that they actually like showed this um, with the U- obviously U.S. training, but like still they're not doing everything correctly. But it's not like egregious. It's not it's not like, well, yeah, again, whoever did this, like advised this and oversaw this did a great job. Yeah, it seemed tactics. Uh, it seemed very ragtag, which I, I, I liked it. You know, it was uh, it was it was like rough. You know, it, it didn't. uh you could tell they were like they were good, but they weren't. You know, they're they're, you know, they they they've been fucking hashing it out. You know, in, in a war zone. You know, for you know, it's it's not like uh, they've been you know right. going to the the police academy or or anything like that. You know, or basic training. Well, I mean, they did. That's the thing is like they went to the police academy, were trained by U.S. forces, and 
it's ragtag because, again, training is constant. When the U.S. forces leave, you just have to know what you learned from there, and it's going to get more sloppy, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever, and they portray that very well. Brad, Brad I thought it's you were going to say something. Six years removed, you know, they're definitely not going to remember everything to a T. <laughs> and like you said right. earlier, you're going to learn your own bad habits. That's a really good way to, to put training <laughs> into perspective or experience when you, you know, equip it with training or not very good training, but... But they were better than the uh, the the ISIS guys. Uh, well, oh, that yeah. that was another thing. Like the ISIS guys seemed like I mean, in the very first scene, they're like they're like running in. You know, they're like yep. they're not trained at all. That was <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, well, well they're, they, they're fighting cops. Like fuck it, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah two cops with pistols. Mm-hmm. Like, I also now I think about another complaint. Again, I guess this is me getting technical, but it's like you have nine millimeters, you can shoot through your cover, like you know. You don't have to keyhole yourself with with the the few ports that they were using, so. But again, they're cops, so they're not going to think about that, right? Um, yeah, it's you know. Go ahead, Mike. One thing I like a lot about this movie because a lot of movies that are more, as you mentioned, this was our this is the most like recent conflict mm-hmm. in terms of you know movies and stuff like that that we've covered, and uh, more of the recent you know like modern war movies all are about you know the the war in Iraq and all that stuff two thousand three to two thousand twelve and you know uh, some of it, like Jarhead is you know the Gulf War and stuff like that yeah, like the outposts um, we did that earlier. Right, yeah, it's movies from. The, I mean, yes, that's modern, but it's still like a little ways back. Yeah. Um, with this movie, though, it was because it it took it was you know just so recent. It was really interesting to see a lot of more modern technology from you know recent years, like iPhones and iPads yep. and yep. Um, uh, the drone strikes. Oh my God, you know and uh, oh yeah, and the the yes. guy mentioned the guy mentions they tracked in my the news too, which is insane. Yeah. You know? uh, um, the guy mentions to, to them they found my son on Facebook, you know, like uh, stuff like that. Um, the modern modern world technology kind of coming into this, and um, that was really interesting to see. Yep, agreed. It's a change yeah. game, you know. It's not what we think. They they fucking they make drones that you can shoot out of um, like a two forty now, like a you know forty mic mic. That's a game changer, you know, like. Being able to get above your enemy yes, on the battlefield. A 240 Bravo is a, shoots a 40 mic mic round. Yeah, here we go. No, it's, it's 240 fucking grenade launcher, <laughs> asshole. You know, sorry. Mark 19. What Mark 19. Do? Or 203 or 320. Oh, sorry. I meant an M2. Oh, yeah, an M203. Yeah, I did fuck that up. But yeah, Nate's not going to cut that. <laughs> that part uh, The part with the drones, though. That part with the drones cool. is scary because it's like an it's insect. Terrifying. Fly- yeah, it's, it's like an insect yeah. flying around. They can hear it, but they're like, mm-hmm. where the fuck is it? You know? Mm-hmm. They're like, look out and for it. Like, don't shoot because it'll give our position away. And like, mm-hmm. the fucking thing just hits one of their Humvees. Yeah. Right, right below them, and they're like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you it know. just like it's like hovering, and then you just see it go just down like immediately and just blow. Oh man, that was that was initially. Scary. I was like, that's really bad, like Stalingrad s CGI or like effects where like it took a while, like a second for the dirt to get to them. But then I thought about it, like, oh, they're up like four stories. They're, so yeah, they're, take a, they're like so a four-story I'm like, oh, that, that makes yeah. sense now. But Because initially, I'm just like, it's like, bang, dirt. I'm like, oh, somebody fucked up with the air hose or something, you know, with a prop. But it's like, oh, no, that's that's planned, and it's cool. Yeah, it's it was so. that, that was terrifying. You're correct. That's a great word for it is terrifying because it's like you hear the and they react, and you're, you know, like older people might not understand that, but like it's like, well, shit, fuck, 
They can drop, dude. You drop a quarter ounce of C four on that position, they're done. Yeah, just a hand grenade. You know, fucking. Well, that's like, what I mean. In the like, right place. Yeah. But a quarter ounce of C four is easier to put on a drone than a hand grenade is. Hand grenade oh, has sure. weight to it. You know. Very much so. And it's like, and so it's like. You're hearing the the buzzing of the drone, and you're like, "Fuck, where is it? Mm-hmm. Don't fire unless you need to, because we can't wait, waste the rounds or give our position away." And then all of a sudden, boom! Yeah, bam. but like, I mean, it's something I really haven't thought much about. But I mean, it's not like you know, it, it's not like a you know a missile launched from a helicopter or something like that. It's like that son of a bitch. Like I said, it's like a hornet or a wasp or something. It can be anywhere and it can go yep. anywhere. You know, yep. it's like. Fuck, that's, it, that's just it's scary. kind of like the V1 drones and the V2 drones in a way, because, you know, mm. what is a drone? It's an autonomous craft um, that, you know, are uh, they use at the end of the Second World War. But you started to see the use of drones in like the late GWAT, you know, like 2012, 2017, you know, yep. obviously displayed in this. But the recent conflict in Ukraine has really shown how weaponized drones change a conventional battlefield completely. Yeah, I'm not insane. surprised. I'm sure they're like, extremely effective. Very early on, they I don't haven't seen this um, for a long time, but the Russians were welding on cupolas to the top of their tanks over the hatches that were like, you know, they, they call them like RPG cages conventionally, you know, like in Afghanistan and Iraq and stuff. But they were so that drones couldn't fly into the hatches and, with a hand grenade or like a C4 charge or something. Like, yep. that's insane. A fucking $100 drone could take out, you know, a, a six, seven figure tank. <laughs> you know, like, that's it's like a Panzerfaust. You know, it's the Panzerfaust of today. It's yeah, just, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's unpredictable. And I'm glad they actually showed that they didn't overdo it either. Like, it was no, like no. a couple of them. There's two. And yeah, and that was it. Terrifying. Like, Mm-hmm. it's like jesus man and they shot the other one out of the sky and it goes down and blows up and it's like that could have been us yeah that whirl <laughs> is almost like the modern day jericho horn because like you know when you look at world war ii footage and like you hear the, the stukas diving everybody's like pulverized or like yeah, paralyzed uh, by yeah and like when you hear this the drone's kind of the same thing you know when you hear that and you know it's armed and it's coming to land somewhere and explode you're like oh fuck or it's like when a v1 cuts you know it's just yep. it's crazy the terror that stupid things bring <laughs> you know Dude, it doesn't can, have to be a gun or, or, or a weapon or something to, to make I mean, you shriek i couldn't i can only imagine because like you know drones i mean they're just they're used by people just like you know just regular people i mean i have mm-hmm. one you know i have one yeah and um if someone who's who's nate had that, one. Oh, he had one yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but uh I can like only imagine like if someone who has lived through that comes home, you know, and like someone is in a park flying a drone, that noise could just be like the <laughs> ultimate trigger. Yeah. Yeah. For, like yeah. PTSD. Yeah, exactly. It's, oh it's my insane. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really fucked up. And um, so I'm glad they actually did that in this film. They didn't overdo it. It was just like one scene. It was fucked up though. Like it was like, Jesus. That's right. all you need though. We're eventually going to have like Snake Plissken restart the world again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, overall the movie was, because I don't know really anything about like the ISIS conflict. Like I know the macro level shit. But, like, I watched was... it on the news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> was, well, and also I dug was, a little uh... bit deeper and like, oh yeah, new people who went there to fight exactly. and all that shit. But like, um. It was this unit that they're portraying 
they're out for like personal revenge and and kind of making their own lives whole again. Yeah, which was a cool little reveal at the end there. At, at the end, the thing is, at the end, it's like, yeah. The guy took the key out of his shoe because I was like, what's he going to do? Oh, God, you know, are these women going to blow up? You know, because knowing the rest of the film. Right. But, and, like, you know, the end was pretty cool. And he's like, hey, how far shoot is your this son? guy in the face. And then, yeah, yeah, how right. far is your son from here? Yeah. yeah. And then, so this. he gets it. He gets it. Like, mm-hmm. he's not like a traitor. He doesn't, he's, he's not like a piece of shit. But, like, he finally gets it and goes, oh. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. He yeah. just wanted okay. to use that axe again, you know? <laughs> well, yeah. I but saw it's... the movie The Last of the Mohegans, and it's time. <laughs> but like, it's like, it, it, it's like, uh, you know, fuck the, uh, fuck the politics and all that. It's not what this is about, you know? Right. Which is great. You need the commando theme as they walk out the door, you know? And he just grabs his wife, and they go off to liberate the rest of Northern Mo- or you know, bad Mosul. They didn't specify where. <laughs> bad <yeah>. Mosul. <laughs> yeah. Some steel drums would really add to the mood, but no. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, of course. No, it was interesting, and it's funny how they showed the guys listening to, uh, you know, American rap. Or you know, yeah. oh, uh, dude. English rap, and again, that's a culture, that's a cultural thing. It's been like that forever. They, dude, those guys fucking. I don't care what they love American music. You're in. They could hate Americans and imprison Americans for everything, but they, the world eats our, up our culture. Oh know? yeah, it's great culture. Everything. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great culture. It's great culture. Know. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> everything. Yeah. yeah. You know. But um, they say no, like, Kuwait has this huge problem with obese people because McDonald's exists there. You know, like it's amazing to see what, what parts of the world. Dude, Kuwait. Different. Besides the climate and like the weather there, Kuwait's a fucking awesome place. <laughs> They're very besides prosperous. you know going outside. It's really great. <laughs> well, dude, here's the problem: is like with Kuwait is you get the is heat. it a real deployment? No. It, it, Okay, we'll, we'll get into that. Get that like, out of the way. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that and like what I personally experienced. But like, um, no, Kuwait sucks because it's on the Gulf and it gets all that humid, fucking residual from the Gulf. Because I mean, the Gulf's a big body of water, right? It's like it's one of the Great Lakes, except it's salt water, but it gets all the humidity and it's like fuck. But, um, no, I just went to Kuwait. Uh, it was funny because, like, when I was um, when I was in Iraq in 2009, I came home on leave in October of 2009. And that was when the DOD was like, well, Kuwait's no longer a combat deployment, so you're not getting your hazardous duty pay. You're not getting a combat patch if you're Army, you know, for being there. Mm-hmm. And so I was going home, going home on leave, and I had been in Iraq for six, seven months, somewhere around there. And I heard all these fucking people in Kuwait bitching about this. And I was like, <sighs> and I shut up. I didn't say anything because I was like, I just want to get home. Right. <laughs> but whatever. I was just like, really? It's Kuwait. It sucks to be here. Yeah, I get it. But, like, it's not a combat deployment. Go a little bit farther north. You'll understand what what that means. And they were just, I mean, they were, like, 
I'm like, I can't fucking believe this shit. Like talking to each other. And I'm like, not good. <laughs> and there was a Marine, Marine gunnery sergeant behind me in one of the lines. I think we were, uh, I don't know what the fuck we were doing. But we had to turn in like our body armor and shit like before we went home. And then we picked it up and we got back uh, from leave. And this gunnery sergeant was just fucking losing his mind. And I looked over <laughs> and I was like, hey, Gunny, um, it's not worth it. Like, they don't get it. And he goes, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're right. You know, something like that. You know, it was, it was an exchange of like, but he was an old crusty gunny, you know, like he was just fucking bitching and like, he was like, I'm going to say something. I'm going to fucking say something. I'm like, ah, it's not worth it. But, uh, but anyway, that's 2009. It doesn't matter. It's relevant. Um, so, but yeah. Um, so you said Sean and who else recommended this? Richard Avery. Mm. Okay, so Richard yeah. Avery and uh, Sean. Sean. Uh, very good recommendation. Sean. Like, mm-hmm. usually when we get recommendations, it's like, okay, okay, I get it. But this one is actually really good. And like, Red Tails. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, no, so this is actually really good. Um, the uh, just the entire, like, the whole film was uncomfortable. Like, you're sitting there watching it and you're like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, what the fuck is going to happen next? Yeah, as and it, it wasn't like Hollywoodized, or it was like, right? It wasn't like, oh well, this is going to happen next. It's like, well, what is going to happen next? I don't, I don't actually fucking know. But it does happen, and it's like okay. And I, I did like too, like the um, the amount of American shit that was left there. Just like Afghanistan. See, nobody remembers when we just kind of left Iraq in 2012. Nobody. Afghanistan is apparently a huge issue. Oh, we left all this shit there. It's like, well, we left Iraq the same fucking way. Right. But apparently that that didn't matter. But I did like the EOTex they had. That was 10 years ago. Right. Exactly. I did like the EOTex they had. The Humvees they were using were. They weren't the uh, the up armored Humvees. They were Humvees that were up armored, if that makes sense. They weren't the eleven fifteens. They weren't the, uh, the 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 like big fuckers that were made to be up armored. They were the shitty ones, and they happened to get these things. And it was cool because they couldn't replace the glass. You could tell, like in the U.S., okay, you get a you get a fucking round that hits one of the one of the pieces of glass. You go to the motor pool, they're gonna replace the glass. These guys had fucking bullet bullet holes all over their vehicle, including in the glass. And it was like, well, that's like yeah, a new place. You can see them popping up during yeah, the uh, yeah. during the the fighting. Absolutely, and it's like that cannot be replaced because we don't have the uh, the logistics or the infrastructure to do that. And so that that was a cool touch. And um, one of the scenes that I really liked was towards the end. They hit a, they hit an obvious ambush. They go, this is the end of the line, right? Where it's like that road that was usually open is not. And they've got us boxed in here. Fuck. The only thing we can do is back up. But they've got our number. So I like the way they showed that. Because like those tactics did not change. Like when the US went in there in 2003 to the time we left in 2012, you come you, you come across a roadblock like that in a city, you're fucked. You're done. Like, good luck. 
and they were still using that shit. And I did like the way too that the uh, Iraqi guys, like the SWAT guys, were like, "Yeah, when we were kids, we would throw rocks at the Americans just for fun." And blah blah blah. And now it's different. And it's like, yeah, that's literally we were there for ten years. Let's get a kid that's eight or ten years old throwing rocks at Humvees while they're 18, 19, 20, 21 now. Weird. Yeah, right, you know? It's funny how you, you know, can have one generation fighting one thing and then in 20 years they're fighting another, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's what happens with, um, you know, a breakdown of society. Like, I'm not advocating for any dictatorship or stuff, but Saddam did bring, you know, stability in a way to millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then these people that had that in a way for a very long period of time are now thrust into, you know, 20 years because every civil war takes 20 to 40 years to to recover. Who cares how long the actual battle is? You know, it's like, I always like to, to quote this, you know, the battle of Normandy. They had the the last battle of Normandy was the Battle of Flace, where basically, you know, the German army in the Western Front was crushed into a pocket and destroyed by artillery and, uh, you know, air power. The French didn't clean all of the hedgerows of the major pieces of German armor until the mid 60s. It took yeah. 20 years to clean, you know, one battle on the Western Front from one war. Yep. So yep. you yep. just got to think about that and in, in just, you know, bringing it out like, holy shit, fucking. It takes forever to rebuild, you know, and like the, the beginning of the film, you see like the destroyed city and everything. That's what takes forever. <laughs> the infrastructure just to. I know, also love the squad normal. car that the cops are driving at the beginning or the, you oh, know, the yeah. partner. Yeah. You could, you could hear it. It's running on like four out of six cylinders or two mm-hmm. out of four. Yep. That's literally most of the Iraqi vehicles that I heard when I was there were not running on all cylinders hmm. yeah, and right. they were loud. I mean, it's like it's a regular car it's not like <laughs> yeah. a it's not like a fucking diesel truck or something like that it's a car and it sounds like a fucking tank because <laughs> it's only running on a couple cylinders because they can't afford or they don't have the parts and even yeah. if they had the parts they can't afford it that was really cool to like hear that just like you hear the off timing of like the the engine firing and you're like I don't know if you guys picked that up. But to like, quote I was Jeremy like, Clarkson, my four-cylinder decided to be a three-cylinder. <laughs> like, yes. You know, I, I didn't pick up on that, but that's an awesome detail because I didn't know that. Yep. And um, the squad car was fucked, but it probably, even when it was in good shape, was still running on, you know, four out of six cylinders. They just don't, they don't replace the engines unless, they'll just get a new car because it's like, it's so much more expensive to replace that shit. And, you know, have them take the head gasket off and then replace that. They'll just run it into the fucking ground. <laughs> just until it's completely done. <laughs> right. It so. still works, kind of. Right. <laughs> you know, it still works enough to get you from point A to point B, but it's not good. It's like, it's fucked. And that that was a cool little little detail. I don't know if they intended to do that. or like Oil whatever, and but... gas. That's how I put in my car. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, but, uh, yeah, it's insane. That's a uh, that's no, that's really cool. I didn't know that. I wanted to say something else. I, what was it? You were just what were you just talking about before that? Uh, the the Humvees and uh, oh yes. Um, so we were talking about uh, 
the United States and, uh, you know, their their involvement in all this. They bring up the Americans a couple times. And one one of my favorite lines in the whole thing is when he's like, yeah, I know someone who can call in an, an American strike on this, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he says, no, because don't do that. And he's like, well, why not? I can do it. And he says, the Americans, they don't have to rebuild this shit. <laughs> you know? Correct. Yeah. I thought that, that was, was, that was a, a really good line. Good line. Yeah. It was it was a really good line because that's correct. Yeah. It's like, like once we pulled truth. out, it was like, I mean, we're still giving aid to them, I, I guess, under the table. But like, they don't have to. They, they're not the ones. We're not the ones on the fucking ground. Taking brick by brick or piece of, in their case, piece of wall by wall mm-hmm. and then rebuilding it. It, 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 it. So it's like, yeah, no. But that is that is something that I have thought about. Like in Generation Kill, you see them in their Humvees going through with, you know, just blowing the shit out of, you know, houses and buildings yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like just, you know, what the people who live here, you know, what they have to endure, you know, even if they if they survive this. Oh, you know, right. That, Right. And it's like I, I I love that so much. It's like, no, fuck the you fuck them. They don't give a shit about, you know, our 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 city, basically. You know, they're, they're they'll blow up whatever they want to, you know. Yeah, I mean it's just it just sucks. It's like so if somebody came in like that to you know the United States and just started blowing the fucking people's houses away, mm-hmm. it's like would you not get pissed off eventually and be like, oh, Yeah, yeah I, I don't want that to happen? Like Yeah. Depends on the state. I'm, what? Depends on the state. No. <laughs> well, New Jersey. I mean, we can we can let a little bit of it go. You know, New York but. and California or Southern California. Well, no, New York is a gem for how horrible as it is. You know, put it in a bubble. It's the greatest but city in the world. That's what everybody is. says. Yeah. Wow. Well, cities are like. Anyway, I'm not. I'm not going to get into this city. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, fun stuff, Nate. Hey, that's fun. Do what you want with that one. No, it's just you know, it sucks because like. What my dad told me is he's like, yeah, the rural areas, like we didn't really fuck with them that much because they didn't shoot at us as much. But in the cities, it's like, well, one group of people shoots at you, the whole city's hostile, right? And you're just going to level everything. Yeah, which the, you can see they did in this movie. You know, you can see all the buildings and everything. Right. And like Mosul is, they got fucked over by us. And then when ISIS came in, they did it the same thing. Now I'm sure it still looks exactly like that. Well, no, these guys rebuild pretty quick, but, um, oh, good. it's, it's still like, it's not the city that it was. I mean, Mosul's a huge city. It's massive. And it just sucks that like, we, we always review war films, which is fine. Cause like, that's our, our specialty. But in real life, contrary to popular belief, I don't like war. I think it's stupid. I think it's horrible. No, of I think course, it's fucking yeah. terrible. When the fucking uh, thing and you know when the war in uh, Ukraine happened, I remember that yeah. was the I mentioned it to you. I said, "Dude, you can you believe this?" And you're the first thing you said was, "Yeah, yay, more more people to die or something like that." You know? Yeah, just, just more like, people needlessly dying. Like it, it yeah. it's 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 fucking stupid, and I hate it. And that's why I want to study it. I don't know necessarily the end game of like what I can accomplish because it's hard to convince people that don't know that war is shitty, but watch something like Mosul. And that's why I actually like this because it's a very anti-war film, but it's not, 
over the top and egregiously like in your face, but it's like, man, that sucks. Like for everyone, like everyone spoiler, involved, you know, there's a spoiler alert anyway, but you know, like the captain getting killed or, right. you know, well, I, I actually didn't expect major. that. Yeah. I yeah, did that not was, expect that at all. And, and that happened. And I'm like, okay, they did a good job with it. I'm like, it's a lot better than the platoon fucking, you know, like uh map ammo box. That's, that's rigged. With right. It's like, this like, guy should know better. Yeah. And he just, some, and I liked it too. He's always picking stupid up garbage. shit that gets you, you know? Yeah. He was always picking mm-hmm. up garbage. And like, that's why it's interesting. Cause like the U S is the same way. Like the U S military is like constantly pick up garbage. We can't have garbage around at all. Put it in the burn pit. Breathe it. Right. In. <laughs> right. Right. Put it in the burn pit. But anyway, we can't have, gar- we, yes, we can't have garbage just laying around. Like we can't have the detritus just sitting here. Mm. If we can help it fucking Put it in the garbage can so we can no, put it in the burn pit. Yeah. Give you guys lung cancer. Smell but, it. Um, yeah, breathe it in. Yep. And, uh, but no, it was cool because, like, you could see in this film. We're going to push Devin heavily... into the giant shit, like, you know, sewer system in the middle of calf. And we're going to, you know, go make you go to burn pits. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, it's, that's a whole other rant I could get on, but I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> but it was saying? cool. You could see, like. Even the major, you know, and everybody else, you could tell they were heavily, heavily influenced by U.S. forces. They even said it at points, but it's like you could tell because I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of shit that we would, you know, discipline our guys for is, you know, not picking up garbage. Trigger discipline is shitty. They had really good trigger discipline, too. The only the only I guess. okay, so we'll go to a critique sort of phase. I think at that point. These guys would have had a lot more ARs. Mm. I think. Yeah, they, I they think. were most. Yeah, it was mostly like Russian stuff. Uh, well, it was Russian Chinese. Whatnot. It was the yeah. shit that was there, right? Mm-hmm. So it was AKs, and that's fine. Like, this is what I'm saying. I think. I'm not saying it as a fact, and like, I think they would have had more. Like when they when they when they uh, encountered the Iranian guy, right? He had an AR, a captured AR, or not captured, but like. He had an AR, okay? And I think a lot of these guys would have been trained... Well, no, they were trained at AKs. But I think a few more of them would have had ARs. Unless, hey, here's the thing. When they were talking with the Iranian guy and they got 7.62 by 39 ammo from him, maybe it was a logistical thing where they're like, well, we could have ARs. But then we have to source 556 five, and 76239. But they also had an Israeli FAL, heavy barrel, like a, a, a squad automatic weapon. I forgot the uh, designation, but like that 76251 NATO, which is even going to be harder to find. So who knows? But like that's probably why they did that. But like it, it's not, it's not, it's not like a bitching about it and like, oh, it's inaccurate as fuck. No, it's just something that I'm curious about. So yeah. what do you guys think? Well, I mean, um, Talking about with weapons and stuff like that, though, uh, what I did like about it, because, I mean, uh, I, I'm, you know, kind of a surface level when it comes to a lot of this sort of thing, uh, when it comes to weaponry and stuff. Um, but uh, I like how when they're done, you know, killing people, they're picking up their weapons. Like when they kill that sniper, they go and they pick up his sniper and uh, they're like, all right, cool. We can use this. not only that, though, they're like taking their gear off them. They're taking their, you know, their vests yep. and stuff like that. Their their clothes. Um 
it's there, you know, that's something that you wouldn't see Americans do necessarily, which I thought was, was really interesting. Just that they have to get every single thing they possibly can. Right. And Americans would take weapons after the entire con like battle, whatever right. was over sweeping up. Yeah. These guys do it immediately. And that's actually very smart. Oh yeah. Because you know, taking all their gear and their ammo that, that literally deprives your enemy of, just going over there and pick up the same shit that you would. Yes. Um, I was curious. Um, those on, on their Humvees, they have those turrets. Are those Dushkas on there? They kind of look like them. No, that was so, a, a fucking... Yeah, Brian, ZB go ahead. 37 yes. at one point. So okay. this is probably a good segue. We can go jump yes. into IMFTB. Okay, what is that? Yeah, Polish or something? Oh, it's a check. Check, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, VZ, duh. That's what I'm talking about. CZ. <laughs> it's VZ, Brian. Oh, sure. no, I fucked it up. I said it's a VZ, check word yeah. for model. Like anytime VZ something, that means, yeah, that's that's check. Yeah. WZ is Polish, and VZ is Czech. Cool. It's but got like it means, six different sounds during the whole fucking movie. <laughs> like, I noticed that. Yeah. So, so, okay, yeah, we can get into that shit, and that, that'll be fun. <laughs> Because, like, we, we praise this movie, and rightfully so. I actually think it was pretty good overall. Yeah, like absolutely. Most of I, it. Um, and, um, uh, j- just, as a, just to kind of wrap everything what we're talking about, like I say, I liked it a lot. Uh, there was no point where I felt like they made war look fun and, and or honorable in any way, you know, which... which right, yeah, it was shitty. Thing. Yeah, it's just shitty all around, and that's how it should be. Glocks, I noticed that. Glock 17. Yep. Which actually is Fuck. very accurate. Glocks find their way into every part of the fucking world, even the Austro's neutral. Because they're great nine millimeter pistols. <laughs> yes, they work. They, they do what they need to do. Yep. You know, like that has become an icon of the modern, you know, uh, modern age. Yep. The Glock pistol. Literally. Yeah, it's One, they work two. great. <laughs> Glock nineteen, yeah. Brown coyote. Black uniforms and Glocks, like you know. <laughs> right, right, and that's actually very accurate. Like the the coyote shit is, it works well in the desert. You wanna you wanna uh, shit can that fucking thing at the bottom. That little ad there. Yeah. Yep. So Glock nineteen. Yep. Shorter grip. Glock, but smaller. Uh, some more ninety twos. It was nice to see. BFS. Yep. Very accurate, actually. Yeah, we left a lot of those fuckers cool. there. Well, that's a lot of those fuckers. Hope you don't like using your sights. <laughs> well, the suppressors too. Like we okay. So to, to comment on that, uh, a lot of guys that I was deployed with that were deployed before said, yeah, suppressors were pretty prevalent, easy to find, and so it's not out of the realm of possibility at all to find suppressors. Now to thread the barrel, I guess you could find somebody to do that and everything. I don't know about that, but like suppressors you do yourself themselves, if you have the tab. Right for 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 ninety two FS, who knows? But for an AR, oh my god, yeah, they were everywhere. Hmm. So, yeah, we're done. Yep. A lot In of type fifty sixes form ever. Yeah, right. A lot of yeah, and Romanian underfolders. Yeah, good stuff. The I mean the AK that has to that like I said about the Glock that is probably one of the icons of the you know the twentieth century is the AK forty. Yeah, and the twenty first. It's like the AK oh, yeah. is not going away. But yeah, I like, oh, yeah, he's got the EOTech on there. And it's like, yeah, that was left by us. Yeah, right. And nobody That's... seemed to be outraged in 2012 when we left Iraq with all this shit there, the MRAPs, the fucking vehicles, 
that were later. That was the uh, the scene where he was like, uh, "I hate guns." And he picked it off the yep. dead ice. Yeah, that's, that's the first <gasps> line of that character. Yeah. Oh, I hate guns. Jungle yeah. style magazine. I mean, not inaccurate. Like that's some you know house fucking gunsmith goes. Yeah, yeah I can mount this fucker on there for you. Um, it's funny. J- Jungle magazines is. It, why does it have that name? Is that like what? What is it called? Yeah, uh, it's somebody. It's who says uh, Jungle Mag? That's in, what in I always the, uh, see it referred to as oh, when they tape the magazine just, to another one. No, it's just a quick. It's a quick fucking change. Like okay, I've always seen it that. Started, t- it started in the Second World War at some point. You see it a lot in Europe. You see some of it in the Pacific. I'm in a Vietnam vet that was like, yeah, we got bored once and tried to make Y mags and W mags. W mags really don't work well in the end. Like, you know, you get a soldier that's bored. They're going to do shit. I, I've I seen some saw, really crazy stuff. I once saw a nice. photo of a guy with a from World War Two with a Thompson where he had four magazines to tape together. That's heavy surprise as fuck. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that you have to have a divide. Well, not with a Thompson mag because it's different. But like with other ones, you have to have a little bit of space on the sides of the magazine to go into the Dude, well. Dude, I actually so have like, a bunch have spacers. of like my 74 mags. I, I did this a few years ago when I used to dip. I would take a dip can and and electrical tape that in between them. Perfect fucking space for an AK spacer. Perfect nice. space. I mean, absolutely fucking perfect. And head down to your local sheets and pick up some dip, some Copenhagen, and uh, you know, right, you're good to go. <laughs> but also, uh, no, these reduce, guys they had, they had probably use just like wood blocks or some shit. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, like, something. You gotta, but you, space, you, you so. can't just tape two mags together, or unless you you do the other style where you put one upside down. But then you fucking go in the dirt and you get fucking dirt Fucked. in your fucking Correct. mag. Yeah, it's like a lot sometimes. Guys would actually fucking tape up the ends of the mags, like if they're on the bottom, and then before they reload, they rip off the bottom the tape so that that's nothing stupid. gets into the mag. It's an extra step that you have to take. For, it is yeah. stupid, yeah, no, but that's a way around it, though. It, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, it, yeah, it's just my favorite look ever because it's so stupid. Is when Chechnya in the '90s and the early 2000s, the Russian soldiers used to use like this really distinctive blue painters tape to tape their mags together. And fuck it, it just looks so so fucking crazy. Where it's like VSR 93 crazy camo spear helmets and like blue tape. Like what the fuck. <laughs> So whatever anyway. work, whatever you got, man. Yeah, um, cheap blue tape. But but anyway, uh, uh, the the the, the inter- talking about the guns and stuff like that, I, it never seemed fake to me. This all looked like no, blank. Yeah. yeah, it never looked like digital muzzle flashes or anything. It was it was blank firing for sure. Like right, you, of course. You, you get a, you get a bit of recoil. I um, think some of the CQB was filmed with airsoft guns because there was one when they go up and clear the sniper's nest when they go into the bad zone again it, it swear to god i heard an airsoft gas pullback pistol uh and i think they might have done that for like some of the closer scenes just because of like they don't Maybe, shoot yeah. blanks inside but no overall but it, it wasn't it was like very hard to tell obvious it was no good. it wasn't I, I just know i just know that sound from yeah from yeah, years yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. so i could pick it up but um but no, I can spot cool. I can spot fake gunfire, you know, in a second, and it didn't seem like it was. It all seemed practical to me. No, yeah, they they they, they were they were they were rolling. I saw a lot of like you know um, post production shit, like as far as effects and blood splatter and stuff like that. That's for sure. I saw a yes. lot of box shit. Yes, but uh, no, the gunplay was great. A lot of real shooting. Oh. I love me an AKMS. I mean, yeah, look at that. The, the, go down right there with the kid right there, the ISIS kid. I mean, you can tell mm-hmm. those are actual like squibs going off around him. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking center blocks. Those are great cover. <laughs> Ooh. I could blow through those with my 22. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. No, you couldn't. Or a hammer and a chisel. <laughs> 22 long rifle, maybe. No, no fucking You don't way. think so? Cinder blocks? No. All right, we'll put it to the test. 
You did to shoot the same. You did to shoot the same fucking spot repeatedly, a lot. Okay. Next time I'm up at your place, we'll try it. Okay. Hold my AKM. bush light. Yeah. So like, yeah, all these AK variants. Let's just go down. Mm-hmm. It's like the AKM. What? I love AKM. the dude smoking the, the the crooked cigarette. That was awesome. Oh, the, do the Iraqis? Mm-hmm. Yes, they smoke shitty cigarettes constantly. <laughs> so <laughs> the one guy when they're clearing the house, he's like, "I just want a fucking cigarette." Yeah. Yep. Jagada. Jagada. Yep. Fifty-six one. Yep. Is that what they call cigarettes? Yeah, Jagada. That's the, <laughs> literally the word. Jagada. Oh, right. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> no, Brian, I wasn't talking. Norinko Tyke fifty-six one. Yep. Dang. Jesus Christ. This could be like an entire fucking page of AK variants. Dude, like I said, it was, I was told it's AK porn, and fucking, it, it totally is. Yeah, but like they fuck it. Okay, fucking so them, bro with the who used hat. the M seventy six? Let's g- scroll down. This is interesting. ISIS fighter. No shit. Oh, in the beginning. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the bayonet. A, there's also a couple army guys with them too. What the fuck? Mm. I didn't even well, catch that. I love me a good velvet. Oh yeah. Wow, you're slacking, Mike. Oh, there it is. Right there. Huh. Yeah, I, no, I, I didn't even catch that. That's fun. Beretta that, SCP-70. What the fuck? That's one of the great things about IMFDB is that they'll point out guns that are just like out of focus in the background for a second. Yeah. You know. Special carbine paratrooper. Huh. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It's, it's fun. Because like. You see any Yeah, I, did, I didn't catch this one either. Jesus yeah, Christ. Fuck. It's like. To me, oh, it looks I like got an AR it, with a carry. I got it off a dead stormtrooper. You know? Like, <laughs> fucking holy shit. It does look like a Star Wars. Oh, there's the Velmet again. Okay. <laughs> So there is there is a. Do you ever hear of uh, Carnicon, uh, Mike? No, uh, it was a YouTube channel that lasted for a bit, but they did a funny video where like a guy in World War II got an AR-10, and they're <laughs> interviewing him, and they're like, "Where'd you get it?" And he's like, "The army gave it to me. I don't fucking know." <laughs> it's so funny, but it's like it's crazy. Like you know, like photos of guys in Syria using uh, STGs and shit. It's like, "Where'd you get it? I don't know. They gave it to me." Like That's a, a great story, Brian. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, it's just like the crazy shit. The soldiers don't know what the fuck they're using half the time. It's like, oh, okay, well. no. So they actually got this wrong. This is, I don't know the actual nomenclature, but like that is the heavy barrel, like basically their saw, like the equivalent yeah. of a saw. That's the Israeli. Very fucking hard to find. I'm really surprised they got it for this film. A lot of the kits were imported to the state. I see those handguards everywhere. Yeah, the, 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 that's just a generic like Israeli, like, you know, FAL, but like this is the heavy barrel like saw version and i'm like what i mean not inaccurate at all but like it's not inaccurate but like how the fuck did they get that and also they used him wrong if he was a saw gunner or like you know laying on fire they used him wrong but anyway love the aesthetic of that fucking machine carbine never gonna call it ah the m4 a1 well are these a1s are they just m4s that's the thing Uh, so the Brian, the movie was shot in Morocco. I just looked it up. Oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah. Because I know the uh, the other one uh, was shot in Lebanon. That we did the Canadian film, Hyena Road. I know that Netflix does a lot of work in um, Lebanon as well. So huh. great film, by the way. Oh yeah, Nathan loves it. Mm. Oh, Narinko. Yes, the NDM eighty six. SVD. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not an SVD. It's a, well, it's a clone. Yep. But it's in 76251 NATO. Oh, interesting. Yep. So that's why I saw the magazine. I was like, oh, that's not not an SVD. 
or even a PSL yeah, before, you can see it. or a top book. You know, it's it's not any one of those. Not a PSL. <laughs> um, it's weird that they had those. Were these used in Afghanistan, or no? I don't know. Or sorry, I mean Iraq. What the fuck? I gotta get my conflict right. Yeah, either one. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it looks so. like a G forty three mag. That's funny. Right. But yeah, I I I, I don't know. Oh, I love the look. There's of the SV, There's an SVD in the next shot, though. Yep. Mm. Yep. It's like it was swapped out or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I I couldn't tell if it was an SVD or a PSL fifty four C. It was not a tabuk because it didn't have the muzzle brake on there, and it was whatever. But like a tabuk is the Iraqi one. Yeah, it's seven six two three nine. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. A t- the, the, yeah, the is tabuk same- is a. Same it, muzzle length and everything, and uh, yes, but like it was, really? it was a concept thing, and it's fucking weird. They That's also use really they also use PSL fifty four Cs, but what's the, the top book was like the Iraqi. What's the C denote carbine? No, it's a, it's it's the Romanian version of the SVD. Oh, okay. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same caliber, almost the same rifle, just not. That must be a size. sweet rifle in fucking three nine. Holy shit. Wow. Well, yeah, Henry uh, from Animal Reviews, I think he did a video on that. And I'm interested to watch that now. Huh. I'm, I'm going to watch that again because it's been a while. But, like, yeah. Because well, the so, weight of the action and everything. and it's Yeah, a exactly. Exactly. So, but it's yeah, like a they, Mark, uh, whatever it is, the AR DMRs. You know, it's just like it yeah. doesn't kick at all. <laughs> right. What they ever they had in Lone Survivor, I forget. What, uh, yeah, it's the, the Mark carried. one or Mark two. something. Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking, yeah, it's so fucking. Anyway. There's a lot to of come, them. To come back to the war against ISIS. Uh, SVDs were used in a muzzle. Well, yeah, for uh, sure. They're, they're going to pop up everywhere. Yep. So, they and pop then, up yeah. a lot in, in these, these wars. Yeah. So this yeah, is here, one that did not make any fucking sense. No, this was like, it looks cool and kind of like a dish goes, so let's put it on there. That's exactly what they did. It. Yeah, and... Yeah... So, okay. E- so even, even if it was in Iraq... Even if it was in Iraq, right? These guys are not going to be using something that fucking old. They're going to be okay. using, which I saw on, we can probably find below. I saw an M60, which is yeah. like, what's well, updated? But like, that. yeah, I was shocked to see that. But no, in the initial invasion and shit, the Americans were still using M60s in a, hmm. in a large capacity. So it's not unheard of to see an M60. This, the ZB53. Uh, no, oh, I, I, I'm going to call bullshit on that. Face. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> We're yep. in the fast helmet. Fucking oh, yeah, Christ. that was nice to see. Oh, is that a boondy cover? I don't even know how camouflage is. It almost looks like... Uh, Dude, you can buy those on, on fucking eBay for 10 bucks. Like, that's the thing, too, well, is, like, people have to realize, like... airsoft stuff ended up over that's there. That's what like, I mean. Like, a lot of the airsoft yeah. shit, like, the equipment and the whatever... Dude, these guys can buy that shit and get it shipped there. Uh, yeah. You know, so it's like. Up. Well, for these machine guns, I mean, I guess the where they filmed this movie, Morocco, they're like, this is the closest thing we have to a dishka, I guess. Yeah, well, it's totally for the Finn look, you know? Yeah. And the, I do like the so those, that, that Iraqi flag on the like back of his helmet and that you see on the um, on the uniforms yeah. of a lot of them. Yeah. I literally saw guys wearing those and like, that's cool that they actually that's yeah. an homage to like when we were still there. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen this. This thing, yeah. it's not it's not gonna fucking happen, dude. I think <laughs> they had some of these on Omaha Beach next to the MG forty twos. the ZB thirty sevens? Uh you're yeah. thinking about yeah, you're thinking of the uh the, the WZ thirty. 
yeah. Yeah. But no, I, but I know these ZBs did end up in fortifications in the West, though. They were very heavily used no, by the Germans. Yeah, the ZB-37, the like, they were definitely... Yeah. It was a good machine at the time. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, 80, 80 years machine. later... Um, oh, no. A little it, it's a caliber? Yeah. I, yeah. I did like the sound effects of them. It was like, well, they 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 were uh, they, just fucking they sound like sound fifty effects. cows during the sniper scene, and then they had their real sound during the fuck the, yeah. They I went did. to the nest. I love that you sound. Know? Yeah, this it's great. It just reminds me of uh, Brothers in Arms. Fifty <laughs> cow sound. When yep. The, when the Sherman shows. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yep. It's like yep, yep. That's I know. That. All right. <laughs> Scroll down past the ZB thirty-seven slash fifty-three. Sixty next. Yep. There it yeah. is. Yep. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. When I had carried one of these and not trying, that was fucking, you know. Barely but, see you know, it, though. They, it looks like they kind of concealed yeah. it a bit. Well, no, they didn't, but, like, it's... it's oh, there's a brass Here's the thing is, that's that's more believable than a ZB-3753. Look at his sights. Let's be honest here. Shooting for the moon, kid. Fucking yep. shit. All the way up. He's at 2,000 yards, and that's about 200 yards. Yep. <laughs> Tops. Sniper. It was a sniper. We had to take this cock sucker out. And I, <laughs> I, I put my sights at 2,000 yards. Scratching my balls, and I forgot I was scratching, uh, adjusting the rear sight. And here we are, kid. Fucking hawking traces well, in the bag. I'm dad. still here. We got that cock sucker. <laughs> oh, an M72. Well, M72. Oh, and the bomb. They weren't hackers. all M72s, though. There were some actual, like, Romanian RPKs and shit. We'll never know because it's out of focus. Yeah, it's out of focus. Uh, okay, so I think IMFDB got this one a little bit. Whoever not great. Edited it, yes. Because there, there, there were a lot of Romanian RBKs. You could see that. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Jesus. Hand, grenade. hand grenades. Oh, that's, yeah. a that's a fucking, that's a replica grenade. Like, M67s are not shaped perfectly round. I like by the how, way. They have I like how it just says hand there, grenade. <laughs> yep. It doesn't even say what it is. Yep. Your RPG... I, I did, did like, like the that use it was of the a dud. Yeah. I did love that. I, like I also like slams into the car. Yeah, yeah, it just also, slams in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I like too how he they're like use it, and he's like it's not worth it. And yeah, I thought yeah. that was cool. Right. Not just like yeah, we got up. one round. They only yeah. had then, one rocket. Yeah, yeah, it turns out to be a dud, and they're like fuck. I yeah. really really liked how he was going through rooms and being incredibly careful. About where the rocket is. holding was. the warhead. Because yeah. as Sean mentioned, yeah. the detonator is like, that cap's ready to go. <laughs> you know, well, so it's, it's it, not because it's not armed because it's not been fired, but, but he's still just trying not to hit how, it on shit. How? Because he's he so much is, care. Yeah. If you hit it on shit, it's just going to become more inaccurate, you know, than it already yeah. is. Um, that's why he was doing that. And also, he was like, yeah. And holding uh, an AK yeah, with that, one hand gets heavy after a while. Like, good touch. Fucking, yep. Yeah. Good touch, like that he was taking care of it. Yeah, yeah, you can tell these actors they were they were trained pretty well. Yeah, yeah and they spoke Arabic. They spoke Iraqi Arabic very well. Like, cause I was sitting there, I'm like, oh fuck, memories, you know, like, because <laughs> like back. the way they pronounce things are different than Egyptian Arabic or you know proper Arabic people would say. Um, and they Go were put speaking your pink PT Iraqi. Belt back on. What's up? Go put your pink PT belt back on and head back to Iraq. I literally wish I could find that son of a bitch. It's here. It's here with me somewhere. I just, dude, it, yeah, that's a fun story. But like, no, um, Iraqi Arabic is, is very different than, cause I've talked to people like since then, um, from like Egypt or Saudi Arabia or uh, like Lebanon or whatever. And they go, your accent's really weird. 
And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm American. They're like, no, it's not American. It's just like weird. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I learned how to speak Arabic in Iraq. They're like, that's why. That's why. <laughs> it's and like so regional. They, they, yeah, they, it's very regional. And like they speak a weird version of Arabic that I mean, you, you can still understand, but like they use a lot of slang. And they, they it's funny because like a lot, this, whoever did the subtitles on this film sucks, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That's something I noticed. It's I felt terrible. Like it'd be a lot better if I could understand them. They missed some lines. Like sometimes they, they, they missed a things. shitload. <laughs> and the only reason I could understand them is because of again, I was back in that mode. But I was like, "Well, that's very important to say this line," and and, and like put it. And then also, did you see the, the fucking cursor blinking? No, I didn't see that. Oh my <laughs> god! So at the end of a lot of the subtitles, there was a cursor blinking. Oh, that's funny. And I'm like, what in the fuck? What, what I are gotta we go doing back here? Just because it's Netflix doesn't mean it's good. No, but like, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, they, they did. They did. Will, they, they missed I, a lot of lines, and that's not good. I will say this though, and you know, I know a bit about the process that's been going on with putting the subtitles hard coded into Reveille for uh, some German stuff. And you know, it, when you're not all languages can translate perfectly. You know, like no, the term and, lost in translation. So, like a lot yeah. of times. I could say something that's three words and in German it's 17, you know? Yep. So like, where do you split the difference? Well, where and do the you thing is the, the translation gist, that I noticed you know? on this it's one, never, it's never always what it can be. And sometimes right. just to end it, right. sometimes films are translated into one language and to another. It's like more of what makes Kukiai. sense that that, yeah. that should be it. And like this yeah. one, they, they translated it into what makes sense to English speakers. And I get that. I, I, I do, but it's not necessarily what, the Iraqi guys were saying. Yeah. It was, it was weird because they added a lot more words to explain because Arabic is a very old school language. Oh, it's yeah. very vague. If you're, if you're an English speaker native, Arabic is very vague. And so they had to like explain a lot of the shit in the subtitles, but still that's not the problem. There's like, the problem is they missed Many lines, many fucking lines, you know, yeah. that would actually add context. Like Kiathek means calm down. Like, you know, you know, and they just miss that. And it's like, well, yeah, people don't know what that means unless you know Arabic. And it's like, they don't know what that means. That's a very relevant uh, thing you should put on subtitles at this particular scene when he's telling a guy to calm the fuck down, Right. That was one example that I remember. Like, there's a bunch of them, but like, yeah, he's like, Kithak, Kithak. It's like, calm down. Just put it, two words in English. Calm down. There were and a few they, times yeah. where it was, I, I, there were a t sometimes when they were in the Humvee where they would be having a conversation. Yeah, and it would just, they would leave out like, I mean, I could tell like, okay, they're saying something, but a subtitle didn't come up for it. What the fuck mm -hmm. is that all about? So yeah, that was a little, that was annoying. That did, that did suck. And like, I knew what they were saying, but I was like, yeah, but most people fucking don't. And it's like that takes away from this film because it's so good. I think the film was so good. And it's like whoever did the subtitles like really shit the bed. So if yeah, yeah. post-production was really weak with this movie. And I think it definitely showed, yep. unfortunately. You know, yeah. If you know, if you know, that sounds dicky, but if you know what you're looking for, you can see it. Right. Because all the acting <laughs> like, was you know. good. Yeah, the uh, yeah. the scenes were good. Was 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 perfect, but but it, it got fucked. End, it, there was there was. Problems. You can tell it got fucked a little bit in yeah. post, and yeah. it's yeah. like, it's 
it sucks, but like it was still really good. I I loved it, but yeah. it's like fuck, just a little bit, a little bit more, and like it would have been mm-hmm. beautiful, like a hundred percent beautiful. And well, this yeah. makes me happy for more films on the subject because I'd be very interested. Correct, to see it, correct. You know, well, and, and and whoever whoever you know, I forgot the name of the the writer and the director. It's the same person, but like Matthew who, Carrigan or something. Yeah, Sorry, something like that. But like um, whoever made all the people, the cast and crew that made this film did a really fucking good job for something that's so recent, right? Yeah. Because it was not biased. That's the thing is, like, there was no political agenda. They mentioned the Americans and how they thought about them, but, like, that's it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not necessarily a bias, like, one side good, one side bad. It's like, okay, and then when he goes, we're the good guys, and kind of, like, asks that as a question, but as a statement, too, it was like, that was really good acting. And, you know, we're the good guys. Yeah. Well, it's never answered, but, like, he goes, we're the good guys, okay? And he's kind of, like, thinking about it. It's great. But, like, yeah. And the action scenes were good. I like that. Um, but, yeah. And then, so, all right. Let, let's, we, we've talked praise about this film a lot. What were some things that you guys noticed that were not the best? Ooh, bringing out the negatives. Okay. Um, uh, so Brian, you kind of started with some already, so keep going. Um, yeah, I was going to bring up my closing thoughts, but it was just, some of it's a bit clunky and I think the editing was bad as far as like, they just let scenes linger for a little bit too long. And, um, I don't know if that's just my ego being like, well, I would have shot this a different way because it would have been better. But, um, no, it's just, it just has a little, a few rough edges, you know, that it's like, well, again, it just could have been just a little better, but. I mean, the core of it's good. Um, but yeah, just cl- boxy, clunky acting that's somehow made it on screen and just a little bit too long sequences. Can you get yeah. more specific if possible? It just seemed like they were like, you know, they were very dry to each other. I feel like this film was shot in sequence and mm-hmm. you can kind of tell because early on they're very like boxy, like, oh, hello, I am in SWAT, you know, like, ha ha, like. I don't know. It just, it just seems like, you know, very robotic. And then in the end, it's just like, let's find your son. And I know that, yeah, he gets it now and stuff, but it just seemed too like, you know, I am a soldier human, you know, just the, I feel like okay. the actors didn't find their footing in their roles until like 20 minutes into the film. So, and I would counter that not a hundred percent, but like I would counter that with, um, that's how the Iraqis that I met were. They're kind of like, robotic and cold to people they don't know um however no this was the, no this was the acting this is had nothing to do with this is the acting things this is the acting from what i saw no this, okay. is, this is not okay. just like i don't understand your culture i no no, no 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 i wasn't saying that but like a, a so, bad actor in a bad iraqi actor is the same thing as a bad american actor you know you can see no no, you can no see where uh, i guarantee these are all americans so, but like um oh or, or western whatever but no, it, it has nothing to do with that, you know. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm just seeking. Like, I'm just seeking to understand, yeah. like your your point yeah. of view. Um, so you thought, it, what about it at it's the beginning clunky. was more robotic versus the end? Uh, just uh, the interactions, just, they, they seemed just, just very, like I said, very robotic. Yeah, okay. It's very annoying and, and distant, and things, and just not from a cultural like "fuck you, your replacement." Just from a very like, I don't trust you. You know, like, uh, it's just, there's like no emotion in it. 
like fuck you get away from me i don't trust you you're, you know you could be fucking one of that i don't know this is not a lot of accepting of the role by the characters and you see that later on with like you know the guys that get killed and shit but whatever but yeah. that was that and then the editing is just like i don't know some of the scenes are just a little too long and the use of music was a little annoying it's like i feel like they could have used more of of sounds and the atmosphere that was going on to hype mm-hmm. things like when they were going down an alleyway and stuff and it's like yeah and it's just well, like that's that was gonna be my one that was when yeah. if you don't mind me just jumping in yeah, um sure. that that was when my, my only criticism was like i would love to have seen this just with just atmosphere you know i uh, i don't i don't need there's some things to where it's like music is really good in certain movies but like there's sometimes where it's like i don't want there to be any embellishments you know and um as we've all talked about this before and i think that the atmosphere you know would have been way better than the than the you know soundtrack you know than having uh whatever Hans Zimmer or something do it <laughs> um yeah, obviously yeah. <laughs> but um so uh that's my only thing with it um i i see what you're saying about the uh some of the editing i honestly didn't have a problem with the actors i thought uh, the actors all did it for me i thought they were all uh that might just be a pre- personal preference thing, but um, yeah. the the editing, uh, I can kind of see sometimes like it, it 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 did get a little too long. It lingers. It lingers a little bit, and um, but other than that, like I think you could have done some some better stuff in post to make it a little bit better. But that's it. I, other than that, it's, it doesn't make it a bad movie. Those are just the only no no things, no. Yeah. It, it just unfortunately yep. takes it from you know one step of the podium to another. Right. You know, yes. And it's a death by a thousand cuts, as they say. It doesn't make it unwatchable. It's a great fucking movie. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah really say, for what it is, it's great. If, if you if you have a mild interest in military history and know what the AK forty seven is, you have to watch this movie. Because like, right, it was you know, like what I would into it. Guys getting blown away in a house. Guys getting blown away in a courtyard. Guys, <laughs> right. guys getting blown away in a window from outside. Guys getting blown away in a window from inside. Like you know. If you want to see an AK in basically every tactical situation. Well, also another cool thing that they did was like, they, they had guys that were hit that didn't know they were hit. Yeah. Like the one guy bleeding. Yeah. And and he's like, Oh, he's, he's, he's fucking hit. And it's like Mm -hmm. bad. Right. Yeah. And that's actually like, he's injured. Give us a minute. That was it. That was (laughs) cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's pretty accurate too. That like rarely gets shown. Like, (laughs) yeah. You know, like fuck. Yeah. Like, Oh, what do we do? Um, he's fucked. You just stay here. We're gonna grab your gear. That's not a good sign when somebody's grabbing your gear. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're uh, you toast. But like, no, it was a cool touch. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's hard to find negatives in this, or like you know, improves. I'll say not negatives. Um, because yeah, it was there. They could have done a lot of things a little bit better. But it's like you'd really have to pick apart every little detail. What Whatever. are what are and your what are, what are some of your criticisms? I, I don't know, and like, so the acting to me was also pretty good, and that's why I was asking Brian about what he thought about it because I was trying to see it and like remember it, and I don't know, like, I mean, I, I respect obviously, like Brian, you have an eye, like I get that, I just didn't see the same thing. Like I thought the acting yeah. was fine throughout. Um, I could be wrong. I could be just not seeing that, but like, that's why I was kind of picking your brain a little bit. Cause I was like curious to know your opinion on it. And, uh, it's just my takeaway. I don't know. Yeah, it's no, just, it's, it's fine. Very, eh. It's all good. But like, it's, um, yeah, I thought the acting was actually pretty decent and 
the situations were good. Yeah. What are, what are some of the scenes that you guys think drug on a little bit too long? The, the scene where they, uh, they're in like the, the hotel and it's right before the truck explodes or the yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. Th- that scene for me went on like a little too long. The scene in the basement, uh, right before where, when he chops the guy in the head, mm-hmm. uh, those scenes I think could have been just a little bit. All of them. Just <laughs> like, all yeah. of them. Uh, you, you could at least cut like, you know, 30 seconds off the beginning and end of all of them. It just, I don't know. It's like, you know, when you, when you make a movie, you, you're making scenes and then you, you piece them together. Yeah. And like the longer you make it, it's just the, the more you can tell it's an individual thing. And I could just be like, okay, this is the scene they filmed in the studio. This is the scene that they, you know, like, especially when they're, they're the hotel and like they, the guy looks out the window and like the, the lighting and everything. And I'm just like, okay, that's on a soundstage, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it just goes to show that you have to have good, um, management of a film through all three stages, you know, right. you can easily lose the sauce in any one of them. So you just got to stay on top of it, but yeah. Okay. That that explains a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily agree with that. I thought those scenes were okay, but like, I get where you guys are coming from. Um, I love like, to see the hookah and how they were fighting over it. And you're just like, you know, that <laughs> it's was a big really deal cool. for them. Yeah. Dude, well, I yeah, still have my fucking I, hookah from Iraq. It's awesome. By the way, <laughs> my, my buddy amazing. sent me one from, from fucking Baghdad. Or that's the, Baghdad, uh, that's Baghdad. the only thing I've ever smoked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's not like smoking cigarettes or, you know, using no. regular tobacco. It's, it's so much better. It's so you get a good yeah. pull. You get a good pull and you get that relax. It's not like a buzz. You just get like a relaxed feeling. It's amazing. Yeah. Shisha, you know, because it's not like you're basically vaping, right? You're vaping through water that filters it and you're getting all like the, yeah, anyway, I, I won't go on a rant about hookah. Hookah is, <laughs> I love it. It's been a while, but like, yeah, yeah I still have mine somewhere. Well, it's but. funny because we've been such on an American like binge for the last few weeks with this channel or this podcast, you know? Yeah. With, and uh, so, yeah. Everything. So it's, it's nice cool to come to back s- and see these other, you know, you know Oh yeah. And, things. and these guys, like, was this, do you guys know, I, I didn't do much research. Was this filmed from an American company? Yeah. It was yeah, Netflix. American yeah. filmmaker. Yeah. And so when they were in Morocco filming this, did they get locals? Uh, I'm not sure. Or the, were the, the actors cast? Yeah, if you if you could research this while we're talking about this, um, because I, I'm just curious because because of the fact that they spoke such good Iraqi Arabic, um, it, it's it's interesting because like I mean you you get a Moroccan that knows the Iraqi dialect and like kind of the accent to do it, but like yeah, it's insane because the actors were they seem very 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 professional, so that's why I'm curious about that. But I just I, dude, it's nice to it's nice to review a film once in a while that wasn't total dog shit. Yeah. 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 Really? You know, <laughs> apparently like, this is the first, uh, Arabic, uh, language movie that Netflix has ever with, with, cor- with, says, with correct Iraqi dialect that, uh, yeah. Netflix has ever produced. Cause yeah, I, I, I immediately picked up on that. I was like, yeah, this is Iraqi like Arabic. It's not the usual shit you hear in films. Which is usually either Saudi or Egyptian, Arabic, or like North African. They they speak basically Egyptian Arabic in most of North Africa. They have their dialects and everything, blah blah blah. But like I know people are gonna be like, well, actually, but yeah, it's mainly quote unquote proper Arabic in North Africa, like over to Morocco and shit. So, 
but I can't see anything in terms of like other companies that help do this. So, I mean, they must've had, you know, local talent or something like that. Um, scout out these, these actors or something. I don't know. It would be, it'd be really cool if they had like, um, Iraqi expats that were, you know, helping us or whatever their families are helping us. Like they mentioned in the film, which is actually really cool too. Um, it'd be cool if they had those guys like working on this. Cause all the guys looked the part. They, carried themselves in the part like yeah it's fucking cool like they were sloppy but they were good and yeah that's better than fucking isis <laughs> like isis cool. those guys a lot of them were trained by the u.s too but like they just they're so fucking their hubris is so ridiculous that they just don't give a shit about any of that shit that's why they were coming in guns a blazing at the beginning and stupid but that's and then also the spraying and praying was fun too from both sides. Yeah, That's right. a very, very Middle Eastern thing. Spraying and praying, just fucking shooting over pew, a pew, fucking pew. bar or whatever. And guys doing or, that with his pistol at the beginning, like Yep, this. just bam yeah. him. And it's like, that's actually what the fuck I do. Like spray and pray. But anyway, so right. Um, all right. Closing statements. Bri Bri, you go first. Well, yeah, I, I pretty much said it all. Um, but just to reiterate, I mean, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. I'm very glad that uh, we were finally able to get around to reviewing it and watching it. Um, yep. Again, unfortunately, I think it was a few things happened during post that didn't help the movie. <laughs> um, you know, between subtitles and stuff like we had mentioned and a little bit longer scenes. And for me, at least some of the acting. Um, but no, overall, it was really good. And uh, it's just it's AK porn, the movie, like literally. You know, um, it is a so, lot yeah. more than AK porn. <laughs> oh, it's just, but still, at the very least, you know, it's it's just awesome. And uh, so, that being said, I would give it a seven out of ten. You know, I think feel like it checks all the boxes. And it was just really funny for me to watch it and have like no notes because it's like it's just good. Yep. It's like what it's what I expect middle of the road, like you know, war movie. It's like it's hard to say bad things. It's hard to say really really good things because it's like it's this is this is a war movie. So you know, fuck ISIS. <laughs> uh mike a what do you think yeah um again you know all the stuff's been said but uh i i uh i was surprised by it um there was no there were not there were very 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 little times maybe there was only one time where i like rolled my eyes or something at something um yeah i was thoroughly entertained i was uh enlightened and um impressed um by everything i uh i thought it was great and uh like i say it it doesn't it doesn't uh you know uh avoid movie tropes but it does do something different with them and uh i think it's a very important movie to see about something that you know it's it's about again it's about stuff that a lot of people especially you know in our part of the world they're they're kind of distant to so i hope that this is able to just like it did with myself uh, bring people, you know, some awareness to this whole thing because it is very interesting and very important as the movie shows. So I would give it an eight out of 10. Yeah. Um, <coughs> a lot of things that were, you know, Brian mentioned about like in post, I actually didn't catch those. I'm sure if I saw it again and whatever viewed it through that lens, I probably could, but um, yeah, it, like you said, Mike, it's, it really, it really kind of exemplifies 
a recent conflict that, you know, is still kind of going on, not really, but like kind of going on that people just wouldn't otherwise know about. And it doesn't do it in a shitty way. It's not like Hollywood. It's not like fucking guns a-blazing, glory, guts, you know, war is good. It's like, yeah, it's actually kind of shitty and shows this. And as far as the unit, I don't know about that unit. I haven't researched that, blah, blah, blah. So this could be coming from, you know, some form of ignorance about the subject. But, like, it, it's interesting for, like, my perspective to watch it, like, the what became of the guys we were working with. And, you know, a lot of them die, but a lot of them went on to do this kind of shit. And it's very interesting. So it's very relatable, too. And so I'm going to have a little bit of a bias on this because I want to do it very, I was going to be judging very hard and harshly, but, like, it actually, in my opinion, was pretty good. So I'm actually going to give this a 9 out of 10. Mm. That's pretty rare, but, like, I think it shows the utter stupidity, A, that every war is, and B, like, the brutality and just kind of, like, the family's being affected by this like at the end and everything it's like it, it's so shitty but i think they portrayed it in an okay way and for a war film that's pretty fucking good that's all i can ask for so yeah go see all it right yeah yeah wow so uh putting all of the um you know ratings into the machine that will tell us when uh you know this war will end but it never will <laughs> um we get an eight out of 10 and it's probably one of our higher ratings. So, um, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely worth it. the watch, man. Definitely. Yes. Everybody's listening. Um, it's, it's really, it's not what you're, you're going to expect. It was not what I expected. And I'm from our conversation. I don't think it's what you guys expected either. It was a lot better. Oh yeah. yeah. So no, for sure. Yep. Jesus so far God. the, this is our best film we've reviewed on the war in Iraq. So this is uh number one, go watch it. Yeah, and it's also yeah. really hard to watch. It's shitty. Like it's Yeah. It also is not that, a that hour movie. hour and forty minutes, it flies. You know, it's like Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like when I when I first wa- started watching this, I was like, fuck. Almost two <laughs> hours. And it's like, oh, this this actually like flows. It was an easy yeah. watch, yeah. Yep. And but it was wow. also yeah, it was really gut wrenching. It was brutal. Mm-hmm. And but not like over the top. So yeah. But yep. yeah. And so yeah, that's we need more war movies like this. So yeah, good recent war movies. Yeah, just real. It's like mm-hmm. it's real. It's there is there is a storyline. There is, you know, there are characters that you're supposed to care about, but it's not the usual Hollywood fucking formula, basically. Yeah. That you plug into a film, especially a war film. It's like, no, it's it's just shitty. Like not not the film itself, but like the, the situation. <laughs> The content that's you know uh, presented is is shitty. It's like not enjoyable to watch. Yeah. That should so. be honestly like the quote on the movie poster by like the critic. Like it's shitty. Dot dot dot. Not the movie. You know. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. But yeah. So Looking good. Uh, fucking watch it. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, uh, hey, thanks for joining us as always, and. Uh, until the next time. Hopefully Nathan fucking knows how to find something. Yeah, fuck you, Nate. Stuff. Yeah, fucking, you know. Pilot's license revoked. You're not Owen Wilson. Sorry. <laughs> no. Better luck next time.
So. I'd be the French general or admiral and fucking I'd call off the rescue mission. You got yourself in the situation. <laughs> Not <laughs> spending millions out. of dollars on a one man. It's like 1500 bucks. Hey, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a fucking, you know, trip to Arby's. Good luck. <laughs> Arby's. Oh, God. Beef and cheddar, man. Beef Ooh. and cheddar. It's been a long time. Yep. Same. Clog my veins. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, scuttlebutt out.